127 of those millennials podcast today i'm your humble grateful extremely thankful host k the classic i'm here my nearest and dearest my boys and friends in real life i feel like i said that really fast this time uh rails here real how you doing how you how's you how you feeling how's your mental health how's your pockets what's the vibe brother what's gucci man jesse's here jesse how you doing how's your money how's your how's your pockets how's your mental health is there is there i'm here it's, it's there i like that it's there uh first and foremost uh I, as i always do uh we're those millennials we give our black ass millennials opinions on pop culture hip-hop sports but i, I want to start by saying giving a big shout out to you guys thank you thank you thank you uh with the help of you guys we had our biggest youtube video watch video so far in our history so i want to give a big uh, Editor, please add an applause uh, for you guys for uh, watching uh, our our, light, our latest video. It was, uh, again, our most successful video. So I want to give a big shout out to you guys. So while you're here, please don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. Uh, so follow us on our Instagram. Follow us on our Twitter account that finally decided to tweet after for, for some reason. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. I know that I've been missing episodes, and y'all heard I was coming back, and y'all. Is that what happened? (laughs) Is it the Jesse bump? And then it's like you know. Was it the Jesse bump? Just, just keep it going. Just keep it going. Wow, the the Jesse clout bump, bro. You heard that? Uh, (laughs) It was something. Um. Uh. So before we get started, started though. Um. Also, want to give a big shout out to our our guy, our, our guy guy. Shout out to Deshaun. Devious method. Happy birthday to that bum ass motherfucker. I already told him happy birthday. Uh, we got a we got a bum. Respectfully bum, man. You know I call all my friends bum. What are you talking about? All right. Happy B day. Happy B day, Deshaun. Man, I just wanted to give you a shout out on the pod, brother. Hey, day, we got to get you on, man. Um, I don't know if people are ready for that. Oh, they're not ready for the Deshaun? They're not ready for math? I ain't saying he can't come on. I'm just saying I don't know if they're ready. Oh, okay. I, th- I think they're ready for it. Bump it up to a thousand and then y'all be Ooh, ready. Oh, yeah. Please subscribe. Get the subscribers up for sure. Um, all right. So we're going to talk about the Phoenix Suns and Robert Sarver and all that bullshit over there. And then uh, Jesse's going to give his thoughts on the Emmy winners and losers. Uh, Rel's going to give his picks, his parlay pick. I don't even remember how his picks did last week, but we'll go back and try, try to figure that out. I'm pretty sure it didn't do, do well. I went one, I went one and two. <laughs> he went one and two last week, and then he's going to give his picks this week. But before, before we get to that, uh, I'm going to do my not list because I almost forgot last week. So for those who are new to the program, uh, these are the stuff that did not make the show. So this properly named the not list. So start off the top. We are not talking about Jake Paul and Anderson Silver fight because a I didn't believe this was a real thing. Um, quick question: While we're not talking about this, this is a boxing match, right? Not a UFC fight, right? Yeah, it's a boxing yeah, it's a match. Boxer. 
Okay, I was just I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, Jake Paul still has no chance, but I just wanted to confirm. If he rules UFC, then he really had no chance. I mean, if he if he paid the right uh, right amount, he may have a chance. <laughs> okay. All right. So this one is a sad. Uh, this is unfortunately we're not talking about my childhood. One of my childhood favorite shows, reunion at the Emmys, Keenan and Kel. Uh, at the, what happened at the reunion at, at the Emmys? Uh, sadly, it didn't get the applause that I I, I hoped it did. If it, it, it almost seemed like the, the the applause was delayed, I don't know if y'all saw the clip of the video when it, it was. It, I I thought it was good enough. I think people took a second to realize. Yeah, they took also, a second to. Re- that's what got me when I, I you know me I automatically saw and was like. Yeah, I I already knew he was sitting there, but I I wish it was really delayed and it, and it and and. You know, it took him a second year old to me out, like, was like oh, burning inside. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? It took people a second to be like, oh shit, that's oh no, oh, that's Kale. Yeah, that's what bothered yeah. me. It was... I wish. Oh, did you catch that he said a part two's coming? Of Good Burger? Yeah, he said a part two coming. For what? I don't know. Just, you know, we just hyped that part two coming. Um. But definitely not talking about that when it comes out. Anyway, two, it's going to two B. It's going to two B. <laughs> Tubi I doesn't do exist wish. anymore. Oh, it does exist. I'm sorry. What's the other? What's the 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 phone one that 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 doesn't exist no more? Anyway, continue. Oh, that one that like that social media that 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 was only for the phone. That yeah, it was like four minute like episodes. Yeah, that shit. I yeah. forgot what it's called. I'm sorry. That Somebody can find, figure yeah, it out. Everybody was jumping on there. And yeah, Quibi, Quibi, right? Quibi. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, called yeah. Quibi. Okay. Yeah. What I was gonna say is, I wish he said, "Can I get an orange soda?" Since he was at the bar. And it's like that, yeah. love or soda instead, instead of you a know, good burger. It could have been the whole thing. I, I would love that. That'd have been fire. I agree with that. Okay. All right. So number three some, on the not list. Some skits get longer uh, time than others, even if they're not funny. Okay. Uh, number three on the not list. We are not talking about. I just saw this. We are not talking <clears> about the internet. For some reason, referring to J. Cole as a Tim Duncan of rap. Now, what the fuck does that mean? Does that mean J. Cole has five rings? What is that? Does, and does that make whole Greg Popovich? Explain this to me. Somebody give it to me. What does that mean? You know, people think he's boring. It is what it is. Tim Duncan got five of them things. You can say call motherfucker boring. Tim Duncan got five of them joints. <laughs> Low key, we should talk about that, but I am. I, I'm not gonna. No, address, please elaborate. If I'm you not gonna talk- address stupidity. Because <laughs> it's impossible that he's a born rapper and be that at the top of the game. Like, I, it just doesn't make sense. It don't make sense because he ain't doing the you know what y'all want. Like, it don't make sense. Like, if he's Tim Duncan, then shit. Like. Everybody that y'all I was gonna say a Kendrick joke, but you know I don't want space jumping at me. I don't want people it's jumping, not even that. jumping it's at like, me. You know what I mean? Like Kendrick doesn't necessarily uh make that same music that's like mainstream today. It's like but they the top artists because at the end of the day it's about lyrics, it's about what you have to say, it's about you know, being creative, and they do that. And so does Drake, so does you know. Uh, who else is at the top but you know you notice those that always come up always don't maintain that you know that heat what everybody was saying who's the best remember future's supposed to be up there future ain't there no more no. 
insert uh, insert number four. It's you know because people don't want to give it to Wale, but insert number four. Who's the, who's the one that owes? Who's the? I remember listening to an interview team? where I remember listening to an interview and Sean said he feels like he's on that same plateau as those guys too. But you know, who? Big, Big Sean. Sean. Big Sean, he feels like he's on. Uh, Big Sean's never reached the. the uh, I I I am just telling you what the man said. If we're talking tiers, it's the next tier. Then I'll I'll right. even put Wale in the next tier. I, I look, but you well, know Big Sean could be in the next tier. But we're yeah. talking about top top. Them, there's I always somebody you, that has a hot. But I was just referring years. to what he said. I for, I forgot where People he always said. Always have a hot couple of years, but maintaining it. Oh yeah, he was talking about rapability. Then yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Big Sean can be up there. Yeah, for sure. And the rapability, uh, even even um, uh, even when it comes to that, though, I, I kind of don't put Big Sean all the way up there. You know what I mean? For sure. Because he has the ability to like, he's skillful, but you know, it is what it is. All right, number four on the not list, and we can make this quick. Uh, we are not talking about Ray J, Kim K, and the mom about the sex tape because that Ray J brought receipts and they've been it's been all quiet at the Kardashian house and then we just gonna move we gonna move right along past that because Ray J brought receipts and I haven't heard a peep from over them from them motherfuckers. All right finally that's all Ray J has is receipts because he don't have what what the fuck does that mean? No, 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 no. Uh, number five on the not list. We are not talking. But actually, we can talk about this if y'all want to talk about this. The fucking internet going fucking batshit crazy over the uh, the first fucking trailer over the Little Mermaid and America getting so mad that they finally see the a uh, black Ariel. Why? We've known for how long that. Uh, Haley, is her name Haley, right? So, so just to reveal the BTS, maybe one day we'll start recording like when we talk about BTS a little bit. <laughs> um, I told them I'm not here to focus on negativity. <laughs> we won already. We won already. Y'all can bitch and complain. Y'all can talk all that talk. Everybody that's like, oh, trying to do counter. Like, why y'all wasting y'all time with them? The movie's filmed. That's the <laughs> teaser trailer. We walk. <laughs> Let's not focus on the, the We got the W what, already. What show. you need to do, though, they what you mad. need to do is pack the motherfucking theaters. Yeah. For sure. And continue winning. That's all. You don't same need way, to do all the same way we came out for for Wakanda, for, for, for same way we came out for Black Panther. It's the same way we got to come out for, for times for, two. Times yeah, because it's kids. Because it's because it's like kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times yeah, two. Yeah, it yeah, be times two. yeah, yeah. It, it's we don't just addressing them at this point. Addressing them, they they talking. You know, you throwing rocks at the sun. You ain't gonna change their mind. We did this two years ago when she was cast. Right. And now we're doing it again when she, we see the trailer. We won already. We should have came up to that realization when she we she was cast. Ain't shit gonna change. Right. If motherfuckers still, if this motherfucker, and then still, the voice of Ariel just came out and like gave her her blessing, like she killed it, like you did an know, awesome that job. Doesn't even matter either. Like it, it doesn't matter, but it's yeah, like all that shit don't like matter. why, like, like why, why, why is this a thing for y'all? Why is we this... want like what we do? What we truthfully do need is like everybody that does have a voice. 
anything, just, you know, y'all just continue to support her. And we as people just like, yo, we won already. Y'all could talk that talk. Y'all throwing rocks at the sun, telling the sun is too hot. Like, you know See, what, what they get mad at, what they get mad at is the fact that, I mean, like for the years they gave us, you know, bullshit Cinderella until Whitney Houston and Brandy had to come along. And so now we don't even look at that Cinderella. Like, we don't, I don't even know, like, like you know, if, like, you know, I, I have I'm, a niece. I'm mad, so, that's not, is that, I'm mad that's not on Disney+. Plus. I have a niece. That's the only Cinderella I even, I'm even going to acknowledge. You know what I'm saying? Is that on Hulu? I don't, I don't know, know what it's, I know. How is it not on Disney Plus? But I bet you they got the white one on there. I bet you they got. I bet you they got the. They got, I bet you they got the other one on there. Shout out, shout out, that's for Squeaky. sure. Uh, but I, 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 I bet, I bet if we act squeaky, she'll know where, where the fuck yeah, about look, it. We, we won already. Ain't no need to like even address it. Some of the I, memes. Some of the. Oh, he said it is I on Disney. Will, uh, I will. Say some it. of the memes was funny though. With the the Mel Gibson as MLK. The the MLK I mean, yeah. thing that I, was I, I, funny. Look, I'm not gonna, I'll say this. I, I laughed at that. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'll say this. Um, nah, I'm not gonna do that. All right, I'm yeah. not here to ruin nothing. Yeah, y'all please also, don't. Y'all also know how I feel about Little Mermaid. Y'all also know how I feel about the Little Mermaid. So I don't remember I'm how you just... feel about the Mermaid. I don't. Maybe. May, I don't remember. Um. All right. So let's go ahead and get to the the, the shits and the meat. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, let's get to the shits and the meat and potatoes of this pod. So, um, trying to think of the proper way to word this. So, a little under a year ago, I want to remember if it was in November or December. Baxter Holmes of ESPN came out with a forty-three page report of. Did you read it? I read twelve pages. I couldn't read all forty-three. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't need. I don't need to read more than two pages to know. I read. I read twelve pages. I'm not even gonna lie. To you. <laughs> I read. I just read. So I, just so I could kind of like be up on it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I read like twelve pages of this joint. Forty-three pages of instances that happened with owners with owner of the Phoenix Suns, Robert Sarver. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, I just like I said, he's the owner of the Phoenix Suns. He uh, he's a real estate um giant his net worth is uh i think around 800 million dollars um his reputation in the league has never been good um he's he's one of the owners that was known for being cheap and not wanting to be in luxury tax but so in this 43 uh 43 letter document it it was a whole bunch of statements and quotes from workers previously work previous workers talking about instances that for years that happened with robert sarber from anything from racist racism uh to misogyny uh to just a whole lot of bigotry shit. um so yesterday was yesterday what was the verdict that was that came down yesterday was the uh yesterday uh uh, outside lawyer group came to the conclusion uh, that the findings and the thing was egregious, egregious, and the NBA, led by Adam Silver, uh, fined Mr. Sarver for ten million dollars and gave him a one-year suspension. Now, um, when people read Baxter Holmes' report earlier this year, people were appalled, people were upset, but. 
you know they wanted to wait until the the uh the fine the, the lawyers did what they did and come up with the conclusions for uh for their findings but now that <laughs> it's been revealed uh a lot of people feel like the punishment that happened to Robert Sarvin is not severe enough. Um, Rail, you've been outspoken about this. So before I go, and there's a lot of layers to this, so I kind of wanted to just start there. Um, do you feel, well, I know how you feel, but what, what do you feel, uh, how do you feel about this whole ordeal of what happened with the Phoenix Suns and Robert Sarver? I mean, I think he should definitely resign. Um, I mean, I mean, because resign. Yeah, I mean, he should. I mean, he has to at least tell, at least tell the state of the team. Uh, you know, I mean, because I, I don't understand how Adam Silver could let Donald Sterling. I don't think there's not to cut you off. I, he's majority owner. He has to sell the team. Oh, okay, okay. So, so he has. To, I mean, I, 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 even though, but my thing is, he's not going to sell the team. He even though he should. But I'm saying in that the fact that uh, Adrian Wojnarowski said that he was, like, mad at the punishment, Adam Silver tried to sell this hog shit story, like, oh, these punishments are egregious. One year, $10 million, yeah, Adam, yeah, we know $10 million is the most you can find somebody. But he also, $10 million to him is 20 bucks to me. So so it don't, it don't mean nothing to him. And And... So it's just all this is just a slap on the wrist. My thing is, Adam Silver, when you first came into the league, I went back and looked at why you said that you got rid of Donald Sterling because you said that, you know, everything he was doing was egregious to the league. How can you say that when this man has pulled down his pants in front of people, said the N-word repeatedly, said to Earl Watson, uh, uh, um, oh, they need some niggas to coach these niggas. Like, and then then you're going to say that he's an owner. Like, what the fuck kind of owner is that? Like, I don't, I don't get how you can sell progression in a league and then do shit like this. Adam Silver just tells us that the money means more to you than anything else, and I, and I respect you more because you look like Roger Goodell right now. He used to be a good owner, I mean, a good, a good commissioner, but now you're, you're in the Goodell, you're in the Rob Manfred of, of MLB, you're, you're in that, you're in that category because it's just like you just, you, 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 you just doesn't, you let the dollar get ahead of you when you could have just removed this dude from being an owner when you've had the proof of everything that he's done over the past few years. It just doesn't make sense to me. Jesse, you want to go, or you want me to go? I can go because you'll probably have a lot more to say than I do. Uh, okay. I think the NBA exposed themselves in the sense of what, you know, they are great at saying all the right things. They're great at doing all the, what people would believe that they want. They do put their players first, but at the end of the day, they do, uh, they expose themselves that they are not looking to make the situation worse. The reason, if we want to call it compared to Donald Sterling, this is the comparison. This is why NBA exposed itself. You got, you removed the owner and forced him to sell his team. Everything that Robert Sala, not Sala, that's Sarver. Sarver. Robert Sala is the Jets coach. I'm sorry, Robert Sala. Um, Even though your team sucks. Um, Robert Sarver did is full grounds of removal. Everything he did. Like, he shouldn't be allowed back into the, you know, Sons organization. But they can't do that. And 
all he can they do. can't they just don't want to no the i'm gonna tell you why they can't and the reason why I know this is because Amina Hassan, who worked for ESPN and now works for Metal Rock Media with Dan Levitard, he worked with the Suns. He worked for the Suns for years. And he has <laughs> been saying everything that is, he's like, everything that's been in this report, he still knows people that work for the Suns. He knows they're, they're all upset. He says, I'm getting, I'm in a text thread with them. He's saying, here's the issue. Donald Sterling, been a problem. NBA wanted him out. There's a number one. They announced this a few weeks before training camp. So it can be drowned out by MLB playoffs coming up. Be drowned out by the NFL by itself. The NFL by itself drowns it out. And, you know, we're literally, they reported it on a Wednesday. Literally the next day, you have one of, you know, we have the Chiefs versus the Chargers. People are thinking about that. It was a plan. It was strategic. Roger Federer retires. Good job. It was strategic of when they dropped it, the news. Even when it was like first reported about all this, they stayed hush on it. Um, you know, uh, commissioner saying this is the best we can do in the sense of like, this is the strictest punishment we can do. Y'all could have, you know, did it for multiple years. You can't remove a team. The reason why they can't remove the team, Rel, is because here's the issue. If they try to force him to sell the team, the difference between him and Donald Sterling is they was ready to go to court for Donald Sterling. He's been a problem. And Donald Sterling being old, being all this, he's been problematic. He's been sued by many people. All these Robert, uh, Robert Sarver if this is why you are removing me from my team, all right, in court, he'll take them to court. And then there's a thing called discovery. And now owners will have to reveal what they do in their organizations. Things they've said, things they've done. And Mark Cuban alluded to this when he said, I don't know if we can just take this team away from him. And he basically was putting it out there. We can get this can turn really bad if we're doing this thing of just removing yeah, what kind of crooked shit is going on there. We know that all these people are doing this stuff. That's the thing about it. When you're the top dude, when you're the top person. When you're the top person, you could act however you want because you don't face any repercussions. That's why when you're like, you know, you know, he should resign, resign and do what he gives it, what he'll give the team to his family. Well, we've still all be been on this, this earth long enough to know that, unfortunately, how the world works, there are different rules for different people. And when you're an owner, they're just different rules than an employee. It's just, it, it is different when you, when you have ownership exactly. of something. So what I, unfortunately you have entitlement to other shit. Now I'm a hundred percent agreeing with Jesse said every Jesse hit everything nail on the head. But this would be a legit witch hunt if they was to specifically kick him out for the stuff that came out of there because all these owners have skeletons in their closet 
and they don't want to open up these classes. You don't want to open up these twenty. And see, that's classes. the thing, though. So what are we what are we fearing about? Let's let's crack it open. Let's crack it open. I'm 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 I want to I want to crack, crack it open. I do. I do because if the league is trying to be so inclusive and throw Black Lives Matter on your court and say we just want to have the most inclusive owners in the fucking league, we want to have players be owners. They let Mike, you know, be an owner. We want to have the most inclusive owners in the league. What do you hide? Why we know? Not fuck that. Fuck that. Get it out. And here's the thing, bro. What you're asking easy to for, say. what you're asking for is basically the, the the demise of the NBA because then you can even talk about what the players do and say and things they But at this is, point, I, this ain't no Mandingo show. If white owners are saying nigga and all this other bullshit behind closed doors, I uh, want to know. Well, we are with, I'm, I think me and Jesse are saying, me and Jesse are saying, we are with you. In the court of public opinion, that's I'm hundred percent with you. So just let money our way. I'm a hundred percent with you, but when you go down this road, where all these start? other owners don't want to—they don't want their closets to be looked at. They don't, and not to mention, he has to get voted out. Either he has to willingly sell the team, or somebody talked about on one of the podcasts I was listening to. I think it was Chris Maddox. He was basically saying that, like, become a minority owner. Like, if you want to still be part of the team, just don't be the face of the team anymore, which, you know, he, he can obviously do. Or just go ahead and sell the whole team, obviously. These that, guys' that egos are too big. Nah. Yeah, these guys are, again, like, you're talking about, like, the one percenters of the world. Like, they work their ass off to be at where they, they're at, Rail, to be bought this owners team of the team. Face they, like, they bought these teams, and now they just, you know, like I said, I don't know. It just seems like, you know, yeah, they work their ass off, but I'm it's like, you. okay, but but it's like, oh, you work your ass off so you can get, you know, oh, well, like, so you can like own said, niggas and call them hold niggas? On, hold on, hold on, I'm, hold like on. I said, I'm with you. Go ahead, Justin. Let's, let's, let's correct that work their ass off thing. They didn't. Majority of them did. Some and of them is, didn't. Some of them did, though. Like, Mark Cuban worked his ass off. Mark Cuban worked his ass off. You don't become a billionaire from being, you don't become a billionaire being lazy. Kind of, no, you do become a billionaire if you inherit it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm Man. watching, I'm, I'm literally, I'm watching the, the Lakers doc. Uh, you have access. Dr. Buss worked his ass off to be, to become. He, he barely Donald had money to buy the fucking Lakers. Donald Sterling helped Dr. Buss buy the Lakers. Dr. Buss worked his ass off to become you, the Lakers owner. But you have all these things that it's like, let's not. Let's not sit there and think these people did something that others haven't done. They just have I just want the NBA to stop lying about this whole inclusive so bullshit. I got another And just stop with the oh, we we off everybody bullshit. So let's just stop the bullshit, NBA. So stop me, feeding us that. So I'm gonna take it to a, a, another place. So Rel was talking about how Adam Silver uh talk about Adam Silver and he was basically putting the blame on Adam Silver. Uh this is another thing uh Howard Beck said on his podcast today that if you was to give uh, Adam Silver truth serum, he would want to get Robert Sarver kicked out of the league too. He agrees with everything that's being said, but as he was basically put in front of the media yesterday, because I don't know if you guys saw the clip of uh, Howard, Howard Beck asking him the question. He looked uh, like an idiot. Yeah, like he, his job is similar to Goodell, is to be a meat shield for the fucking owners. His job is to be a meat shield for the owners. Work. He, he, he works listen, for the owners. He has power, so like, don't get it twisted. Adam Silver definitely say, has power. People, like, but Bomani Jones brought it up, but a lot of people think Robert uh, Roger Goodell is this bad dude. 
if he can get rid of motherfuckers and fix shit and fix this no black coaches, all this, he could he would do it. He just can't. No, because that was a piece out. of shit because he made thirty five million a year and he fucked over the NFLPA over in the first negotiations. There's a bunch of other shit though. He but, fucked them over. He fucked them over. Or no, yeah. How did he fuck them over? He I mean, he, he makes thirty five a year. That okay, so you're not making the argument. You're you're talking about how much. But but but, but I'm saying, but I'm saying in the last negotiation, yeah, yeah. He he decides. Yeah, his job is to side with the owners. But I'm saying Goodell's not his a job great to work for the owners. Yeah. But then, no. but no, no, but no, but just this whole basis of that like, he does how he bases suspensions. Like look how look how this whole Deshaun Watson situation has been handled. He's not a good. He's not a good it, commissioner. It's been messy because the owners and the players' association said. You can't sit there and hurt my team like this. That's really what it comes down to. If he could get, if he he was the the reason why they did all that, the reason why he did all these things was to be like, look, there's not going to be a strong enough punishment. So when they do, when the punishment comes out, I'm going to come with something harder. The issue is, the league is like, you cannot. The owners are sitting there like, you cannot hurt my team like this. That when it all comes down to it, it's the owners that are always going to have the front like facing thing. Like you're saying, he makes thirty five mil. Yeah, <clears throat> like Kev said, he makes thirty five mil to be a meat shield. He takes thirty five mil for you, Rel, to say you're a piece of shit. And while the owners, the, while the, the owners, the ones that's like that had meetings before and like, hey, <coughs> you got to go back us up because yeah, that's you know, it. Again, he, that's he why I said I, I'm not. I'm not blaming Adam. Like you know, and, a lot of people were trying to you know, with a lot. Of the internet was talking a whole bunch, a lot of shit about Adam and and you know. Uh, I'm not saying after, he's great. I I do think that it's one of those things where it's like you put your foot in your mouth when you start going out in interviews and talking like, well, we're you know, we're a progressive league. We're this. We try to be ahead. Like, you put your foot in your mouth when you did that. You got ahead yeah. of yourself. Yeah. People were sitting there patting you. And that's on why back. Howard, when Howard asked the question, um, and I'm I'm a paraphrase here because I don't have it in front of me because it, it was long, but basically he was saying was, um, kind of like what Rel said was basically, um, if I who he was talking about himself, if I work for any publication, Sports Illustrated. ESPN, the person next for me works for Sports Illustrated, ESPN, the player works for a certain team. If I say anything that was on this fucking document series, I would lose my job. Why is it different for him, who is literally the face of the organization? Why is the rules different for him? And why is it acceptable for him to to do that? when he's been told by white and black people you should not say the n-word ever even if you're repeating what another black person is saying it is never okay for you to say the n-word and then again let's take the racism shit out the sexism stuff that you were doing with women rail talked about it you dropping your pants in front of a woman trainer um you talking about a pregnant woman to her face saying, yeah, you probably won't get, get your old body back while you're like, you know. You just seem like somebody who shouldn't have money because you just seem like somebody who just has no fucking filter. I agree. Like, and again, this is years of behavior. Again, Jesse talked about it. 
how long Amina Hassan's been away from the Phoenix Suns? It's been over like ten years because he worked for ESPN for like. Okay, then here's it. But, but okay, okay. But let me let me ask you this one thing, and here's my only rebuttal to that. If it's been years of it, why and did we not have Sterling. the Donald Sterling energy? Like, like why? Why, why did Don, we take Donald that? Sterling again? The only reason Donald Sterling like. The video, the the tape got Donald Sterling called up. That's what happened. And all he said, oh, yeah. and all he said, the but tape. he didn't even. But the whole thing, his tape, he all he said was those people. He didn't even say he didn't even say the n word. But Sarver got caught saying the n word. But that's that's all they needed, bro. That's all that's, they needed. It's different. Is, here's one of the things. There that makes no the that report, makes no sense in the report. They're admitting to all this. Yeah, also, they're yeah. Also, he took. The punishment, I, even though yeah, and he and he I got don't punished agree with it all and all this. He took the Donald Sterling didn't. Yeah, they knew he was going to be ignorant about it. They knew he was going to be str- fighting against. It. He knew they knew all that. Stuff. He told so, him he says, "I'm taking you guys to court." And <clears throat> so it's Robert like, Sarver well, was like, "Okay, I'll go sit down for a year." Even though, like, I honestly feel like Robert Sarver is going to get caught up. I think he's going to send an email and, and do some like he's not supposed to have any contact with the Phoenix Suns for an entire year. I don't even think that's. You know, judging it's gonna by, take somebody judging, that's actually trying to take him out, though. Judging by uh, what people say of him, he really likes to hand, have the, his hand on the wheel of the team. Also, and, Rel, you got to keep in mind one huge thing. One huge thing. It happened in the middle of the playoffs. This is why they <laughs> dropped what they dropped right now. This is why Chris Paul puts out a, a you know, a oh, little. Maybe I should bring that up, too. Chris Paul puts out a little statement, but Chris Paul ain't talking about not playing games. You know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't have like nobody's talking about nah. We're not gonna play games. Nobody's talking about we're not gonna travel to to the Phoenix Suns. We're not gonna do. LeBron puts out the statement, which is great. I'm not telling them they should do more. I'm not saying this is the. But if they threaten to sit out games, Sarver's out. And that's and that's and that was gonna be the, the the final part where I was gonna get to. So, uh, Chris, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Jesse alluded to Chris Paul. Chris Paul uh, finally came out and said his uh, said his thoughts on the on the investigation. I'm just gonna read it uh, <clears throat> via his Twitter account. Like many players, I reviewed the report, and I was as hor- horrified and disappointed by what I read. This conduct, especially towards women, is unacceptable and must never be re- repeated. I am I am of the view that the sanctions fell short in truly addressing what can and all agree was egregious behavior. My heart goes out to all the people that were affected, right? He said in short and sweet. um, So, okay, so now we're gonna get to the conclusion of this. And Jesse basically just hit the nail on the head. The only way he can lose his team is if Chris Paul, Devin Booker, LeBron James, if all these players decide to sit out and make this messy, like, you know, Jimmy Butler messy, then we, we might be cooking with something here. Um, until, and, and there's been no indication that Chris Paul or Devin Booker, because Devin Booker hasn't made a statement yet, that there's been no indication that these guys aren't going to play yet. Um, he, Like, I think him being away from the team is like kind of like what Jesse said is going to be kind of out of sight, out of sight, out of mind. So like, obviously during, it's going to be training camp. They'll be asked the questions and, you know, initially I, I'm sure they'll answer some of these questions, but eventually, 
you know, the pressure will die down because he's not around the team. He's away from the team. But if yeah. when he comes back in a year and these guys feel differently, then we we might be cooking with something. That's why I don't think he'll initially lose his team now, but I, I can definitely see him losing it. If Devin Booker comes out a year from now and just be like, I like I don't want to have I don't want to have nothing to do with this dude, then it turns into something different. Go ahead, Real. I'm sorry. I, I just want to say I, I just the the main reason why I want to get him out is because I just felt like the league is in such a move forward. This just sets us back to the 70s and 60s uh, way of thinking where, where it's like you never want your well, owner. The NFL is in the 60s still. The NFL is definitely in the 60s. And, but, but, but the whole thing is the, the NBA is ahead of the NFL when it comes to ownership. When hey, at it comes least to in mind the 70s or 80s. Where it's like you look at the, like the Josh Harris's and and, 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 and uh, Michael Jordan and, you know, and even look at Joe Tsai of the Brooklyn no, Nets. Sorry. Yeah, Tsai. Um, look, I just – the league is at an all-time high. The new TV deals get ready to come up. If you look at this, the, the price of sports teams, they're only going up. Like the fucking Angels are going to be probably sold for over two billion dollars this upcoming season. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want like that's you it? can get that's it for the Angels two billion. That that's a lot when they were purchased for seven hundred. That's it. Just, just ten years ago, they purchased for like over just seven hundred. And now they're being probably going to be sold for uh, upwards. It's going to be over that. That's a lot of fucking money. Like and so, like these teams are just getting more and more expensive. NBA can really capitalize. Did Bomber play for the Clippers? Ten, ten, I think ten. Okay, continue. So, so I mean, it, it, and you can get a, a nice young owner, passionate. I just like seeing new owners because then NBA is one. NBA and NFL, like, is one of the few two sports where the owner is pretty much is like fucking wrestling, where he's like damn near Vince McMahon. He plays a role. Two billion. He said he paid two billion for for the Clippers. And how so, many years ago was that though? That was not even, not even that long ago. That was, and that was almost like six years. How long Bomber been the owner of the, the Clippers? It's been like almost ten years now. Yeah, it's been yeah. So, I mean, and ultimately, I just I want to keep seeing new owners, fresh faces. We already knew Robert Sharp was a piece of shit. He never fucking paid anybody. Yep. So, so and, 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 and so I just want to get these new owners that are going to come in here with the fresh blood that keep pushing the sport forward. He's not going to do that. I agree. And, and we should and, and we should know that. And then we should only get owners that want to push the culture forward, push the push these athletes forward and try to put the, the best product on the fucking court at the same time. We don't want these old cronies that want to come around and just want to say nigga just to hang out with some niggas. You was never cool in high school, Robert Sarver. We never fuck with you. That's why that's why he acts the way he acts. Because in high school, he could never hang out with the black kids and the basketball players. So he went and bought a team. That's really what this is about. Worry. I don't know where he's from. So I, I can tell. I can tell he has small dick syndrome. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think that's the only way I could that's the only way I see him possibly losing this team. Um is the Devin Booker like, you know, they got they got to make it messy. Um, yeah, he's from Arizona. And I, I saw that he was from Arizona. Um, but yeah, like Bill Simmons has been talking about it for years. He he talked about if there was any owner that he wanted him to sell. Like you had a he, they, like, you know, and it sucks too because besides obviously what happened to the Suns against the Dallas Mavericks, you know, the collapse that you know we joke that they're gonna be a thirty for thirty four. Um, please let there be a thirty for thirty four. Um. Like the team is really fucking good. Like this is the best team he's had since Steve Nash, Joe Johnson, 
you know, uh, Amari Stoudemire. Like this is this is the best team he's had in 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 a long time. Um, literally championship caliber. Like they, you know, they they made it to the finals two years ago, and they made it to the Western Conference Finals, and they lost to a team that they probably shouldn't have lost to. Um, but it, it sucks because you know it just follows Chris Paul. It's just like he, for some reason, he's kind of the common denominator. It's just, it's just really, really, really strange, man. I know he hasn't had had a long tender with the with the Suns as he has with the Clippers, but it is kind of just weird that he, he goes to these teams that just has these, these this, this kind of stuff that happens to him. Um, yeah. So in closing, does anybody have anything else to say about this? Um, I think we touched on everything. Uh, shout out to Baxter Holmes. Um, Baxter Holmes, man. Uh, <laughs> he literally, I don't know how ESPN pays this dude or how, like what really kind of work he does, but like he literally goes he pops. He's one of those reporters that literally pops out with like the most dirtiest, craziest story, and then he literally disappears for like another five years and go finds another dirty, crazy fucking story. Like, so shout out to Baxter Holmes, man. I don't even know what his title for ESPN is. Just you know, um, whatever. Uh, Jesse, you don't have anything to add? I don't know if Jesse's there. Anymore. Um, okay. All right, we're moving right along. Uh, Rail, do you want to give your picks now currently while uh so we're recording this right now on Thursday like we normally do right now the uh the Chargers are playing the Chiefs are they still playing right now? I don't even know if they're uh, Chargers lost. Chargers lost. So Rail can uh Rail's going to do his uh his his three pick his three three parlay of the week. Um last week if you didn't hear Rail went one and two. Rail's ready to uh to make a comeback and win you guys some money this week. So Rail, what's your picks this week? All right, last week uh, we got whacked, but <laughs> this week I fucked up my parlay. My coach fucked up my parlay for time. I can't believe that shit. Yeah, 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 Kevin. Thanks. So this week, <laughs> so this week I like the Falcons plus ten at home versus the Rams. That's a lot of points. You're picking the Falcons? Oh, you're just taking the points. You know, yeah, the Falcons. the Falcons to win. Yeah, no, no, plus points. It's you're ten points. points. That's what I'm saying. You just taking points. points. And you can buy as many points as you want because they're going to cover it because I don't believe 10 points is a lot. Um, this week, I got like so Falcons plus 10. I like the Steelers plus two. Right. So St- Steelers plus two. And uh, in the upset of the week, I like the Cowboys on the money line. I am buying the rush. <laughs> Cooper rush. It's time, baby. Zeke's going to eat this week. We're going to bounce back. This guy, we're gonna bounce, we're gonna this guy was back. definitely watching Undisputed this week. Skip got Cooper you. Rush might be a, he might be a little bit better than Dak, yes. man. I don't know because 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 Dak looked like shit last week, so I don't Skip, know. Skip got you hype, huh? Skip Cooper got you on. Cooper Rush, Rush won a game. In nah, Minnesota. be honest, man. Skip Skip got you on that shit. Skip got no, you hype. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. No. That's it. Okay, all right. Okay. Um. All right, that's that was uh that was Rail's uh picks of the week. Um, we're gonna keep track of those, uh, so we can hold Rail accountable for his picks. He again, he went with his heart again. Um, so we'll see where we go there. Uh, Jesse had to leave us. Um, so we were gonna get to Emmys, but Jesse's gone. So Rail, what do you uh what one? I know there's something else that you kind of want to discuss. Oh yeah, the 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 yay gap. Uh, um, oh yeah, of oh, oh yeah, the boxing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we'll talking about the yeah, Canelo. Yeah, Canelo so G. so this week in in Vegas, it's going down part three. 
Triple G, Canelo, the final. Hopefully, the final. I don't want to see this shit no more. Um, first of all, who you got? I mean, this should be an easy answer. But who you got, real? And then you can talk about uh, the other new fight that was just announced. Uh, unfortunately, I have Canelo. Unfortunately, um, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big Canelo fan. <laughs> okay. I think he's one of the more overrated boxers of this generation. Um, uh, uh, but yeah. Canelo's fucking minus four fifty right now. So I don't know. I don't. I'm probably not even gonna bet on this because Golovkin's plus three sixty. That's a long shot, but I mean, he's fighting Golovkin after this. You know, he fought this one dude and he lost. He got his he ass. Lost. I saw that. I saw that. And then and now he wants to fight Golovkin like four years after the fact that Golovkin's now slow and he's not even that guy anymore. So this gives me real Mayweather Pacquiao vibes, where it's like you fought Pacquiao a little too. You fought if you if you would have fought Pacquiao like another three years earlier, it'd have been a little different. Had he fought Triple G when he was supposed to. It would have been a better fight. And I can't say Triple G would have just won because these boxers are pretty close. But that, so I, so I also, I got Canelo obviously winning. So, I mean, whatever. Um, uh, the next fight, Earl Spence and Bud Crawford. Uh, that's a big fight that's going to happen this year. We've been waiting on it. I'm telling you right now, that's going to probably be the biggest fight, probably in boxing that we've had to date. Being that 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 Anthony Joshua sucks and took out all the uh, um, all the steam of that uh, Tyson Fury Anthony Joshua fight that we're never going to get. Well, we, nobody's going to care about that fight by the time it happens. So the only other fight that could be bigger than this is it's never going to happen. That's Gervonta and and, uh, and Ryan Garcia. That'll never happen. But but this one, Earl Spence and Bud Crawford coming up. I think it's December. I think they're going to do it in December. Um, that's going to be huge. That's mega. That's a mega fight, and I and I and I, and I thought about uh, I thought about getting in the house for this Canelo and Triple G until I seen the ticket prices, bro. <laughs> I, I can I'm not I don't have boxing money, bro. I don't have I don't I don't have boxing money. You have you had Kendrick money. You want to tell the audience that? Oh, did, did we talk about you going to the Kendrick contract on this? No, we didn't. That was awesome. No, yeah. get, your, get your shit off. Go ahead and talk about. Yeah, it. so. Um, I went to the Kendrick concert well, last Friday. I actually ate um, ate a, ate mushrooms before I went to the to the concert. Why? Um, you got to shine. Um, <laughs> Can I ask you why you ate a mushroom? Um, I really wanted to enjoy the show. So so okay. but I have so I was being recorded by like four different people because I was on bro. But and um, the Kendrick concert was amazing. Baby came as a star. Uh, T-Mobile is huge. That's a that's a fucking huge arena. I didn't know it was that big on the inside. Yes, yeah, huge. Uh, but yeah, I yeah, I'll be honest with you, bro. Halfway through the show, show the stage started melting, and I started tripping. And then I was like, "You cool?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm cool." But yeah, so I ate mushrooms before I went into the Kendrick concert. Okay, moving right along. Um. If you don't have anything out, we can uh, get to millennial thoughts. Uh, Go ahead. All right. Um, I was going to save this for the not list, but I think this is going to be appropriate millennial thoughts for me. So um, it came out this week that Stephen Kearney is ready to sign a lifetime deal with Under Armour for $1 billion. Uh, For those who don't know, Steph Curry's been with Under Armour since 2013, if I remember correctly off the top of my head. Uh, he has, if I'm correct, if you're counting his first model 
that he had when he first went to Under Armour before he had a signature shoe. He's had eleven models, two with the Curry brand, and then one on which Curry brand is is just like Jordan brand. It's under Under Armour. Um, I just want to say for 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 Stephen Curry, a guy like again this for Stephen Curry, like to me in my mind, whenever I think of Steph Curry's, um, you know, his shoe journey and everything he's went through with Under Armour, obviously he's, you know, his on the court is, is, is cemented. He's one of the greatest, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to tell, I don't want to do the the list thing cause his career is not over, but he's, you know, he's one of them, you know, you know, top 15, top 20, wherever you want to put them of all time players. Um, I just, for me, I just think about how badly Nike fumbled Steph Curry because they had literally had him uh, in-house. And, you know, I, I've talked about the story about how Nike fucked up his name during his uh, renegotiation. And I just, every time I think of, and maybe I shouldn't because he seems like he's happy. He's, he's completely content. He's, he's created his own lane. It's almost like the Allen Iverson, literally it's like the Iver- Iverson thing with Reebok, but it almost into a better state because Curry's actually won. Um, no disrespect to AI because AI is a legend. Um, but I just think of Nike shortcomings and what they had and what they could have had with Steph Curry when they could literally had, I mean, they still have the chokehold on the, 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 the basketball shoe market, but they literally could have had zero competition because there's no one else even close because Adidas, you know, besides the Kanye shit that they got going on, um, literally none of their athletes, none of their uh, signature athletes are hitting. And that includes my guy, Damian Lillard, like none of their shoes are selling well. I, like the hardened, like I, if I ask somebody, a sneaker guy, what hard, what, what shoe, what signature uh, number hardens on, nobody could tell you, nobody would be able to tell you. Um, and the, honestly, that probably goes the same thing for D Rose. Um, um, like nobody would be able to tell you what number they're on. And that, and that's, and that speaks volumes. Um, so yeah, that's basically, I just wanted to give a shout out to, to, to Stephen Curry, man. Cause like, you know, I mean, he already had life changing money anyway, because he's literally, I think he's like one of like four players that are making 50 a year this year. Um, but you know, a Billy is a Billy and, and, and shout out to him cause he's earned it and he's a champion of champions. And, and I just, again, like I said, for me, I just think of how Nike fucked up, uh, literally having Stephen Curry in house. Iro, it's on you now, brother. Alrighty. So today I'm going to have my millennial thoughts be about when Diddy disrespected the culture of R&B because it didn't have a penis. Uh, I didn't get it. I didn't. Yes. I didn't get a chance to talk about this because y'all talked about this in Miami. But Diddy shitted on the whole culture of R&B is dead because it didn't have a penis. When you got SZA out here when you got uh, uh, Summer Walker and the incredible Ari Lennox just dropped probably one of the most, the, the sounds I'm hearing 
uh, she has this track called Boy Bye with Lucky Day where she literally backs I this nigga that. down. I love that song. And destroys this nigga for 30 for, for 3 minutes on this track. She I just Lucky Day she, he he got J Code on that track. Cuz he cuz it just it just doesn't make sense how she bodied his ass oh, on that you, track. Oh, you rap now? Oh, I don't take rappers. <laughs> Boy Bye it's it's, it's just and so did he shit it on R&B because it didn't have a penis when when there's there's R&B out here and he's just his goofy ass just ain't listening to it because it's not on his record label. The weekend still putting out music. I mean, hell, he put out Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller is, got is, is the weekend R&B. I would consider him R&B. Yeah, he has some R&B tracks, but it, I mean everything. But R&B is always gonna be mixed in with some of the slight pop. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about perspective. But to shit on it when you got is the weekend pop Ari, Ari Lennox. It, uh, Summer Walk and, 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 and Punch, stop playing with the music at TDE. Uh, put Scissor's fucking album out. So stop saying a genre's dead because you don't listen to it, Diddy. You can't even probably name half the uh, uh, R&B. Like, like, there's R&B artists out here. Hell, you could, her, just put out one of the fire-ass albums. I'm a, I'm a Ty Dolla Sign fan. So, you know, and, and, and that's R&B. So. And then, like I told you, Neo has one, of the, to me, one of the... That Neo albums. is good. Uh, that Neo, Neo. Is, is, has to get up. So stop just saying stop, super shit just to get Tank clicks just dropped the fire-ass R&B album. I'm just... It, 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 Chris Brown's album is, pretty, is still Chris, fucking banging. Like I said, it, it just doesn't... It, like I said, I just hate when people drop shit. Like I said, I didn't even talk about this because when we talked about this, it was in Miami. And I'm just like, did he just... I just want to say, like, just stop saying stupid shit. Like, it's not dead. You're just not paying attention to it. Ten, uh, um, uh, I can't think of the the, the, um, the artist's name. She she has the, I think it's Tim's. I think, her, I think, Tim's, I think it is yeah. Tim's, yeah. Um, but she, her album was amazing. Even so, Seven Streeter, she just dropped a fucking banger. I, I like. So, can I got a question? I'm sorry to cut off your millennial thoughts. Why is the Seven Streeter brought up in the name of the songstress that, that's, that's out? Like, you brought up Summer. You brought up SZA. You brought up uh, Ari Lennox for some reason, and I don't know why. Seven Streeter's name is never brought up in in the same group as them, and she should be because not only is she gorgeous, but she like she made her songs and her album and her work is just as good, if not better. If you ask, one me. of the most incredible debut albums I ever when well, named debut because she put another on before that, but one of the most last incredible album I really heard that really took me off guard was a seat at the table. The shit that Salon said at that shit, it should have got some kind of fucking award for it. So the only reason why, the only reason why she didn't get an award because the Academy, I mean, or whoever runs the fucking awards, they don't care about the pain of black women. They only, if Fidel puts out an album that sounds exactly the fucking same way, they give her all the awards. But when you got Salon, the Salon's of the world. So it's just, like I said, R&B ain't dead. It's always growing and it's just evolving. So stop saying stupid shit, Diddy. And that's my millennial thoughts. Also, shout out to Tiana Taylor, one of my favorite artists who people always slept on. I fucking love that Kanye album that she produced and the second one that she came out with. And I like I had to go see her. I went I went to a con her last concert out here. So Tiana Taylor as well. Tiana Taylor as well. Absolutely. Uh, let me turn on my camera. All right, man. Um, you know, uh, before we get out of here, um, I know we didn't touch on it, but I, I definitely uh, want to say um, RIP and thoughts and prayers to uh, PNB Rock. Um, you know, again, 
I didn't want to add. I didn't want to be funny and add it to the not list because um, I felt like that would have been disrespectful. Um, but I, I, I did. I did want to just at least say, like, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, what happened, uh, obviously, and I hate how the internet made it a um, a contest between, you know, what should be posted and how stuff should be posted and who to yeah. blame and that that like that part was disgusting to me and not to mention uh my girl and i both both had to unfollow two people because they posted this stuff that fucking video on my timeline and i like again this is me somebody who again i i've it's, I, it's no secret that i i got i've told i said it multiple times on this podcast that you know i'm, I'm a person that you know has this beginning of this year is who had mental health struggles and you know not all of it came from social media so i don't want to just say that but like just certain stuff just fucks with my spirit fucks with my mood that's the reason why i blocked the shade room that's the reason why i blocked holly one unlocked them on, on my instagram and believe me i'm a lot more happier but like once somebody did that and posted that video like I, it was just like an automatic like okay, get the fuck off my page. Like you know, I really and then nothing. I just to add to. I realized like sometimes much more I gotta stay away from Twitter. I was away from Twitter for the longest, and Twitter just has no fucking filter. Yeah, and, and so I really get, video. Yeah, I really just gotta like try to really stick to sports on there because it's like oh shit, like this is just all my fucking feed because somebody else liked it. So I'm like mm-hmm. now I'm just you know now I gotta do some investigating. So you know so so like I said, try to stay on social media when shit just happens because I don't yeah, think it's man. good for anybody. It's, because yeah, that that part again, that part is always scared. Like pe- the urge for people to just pull out a phone in those situations instead of calling nine. Why do you want to see it just, and post that? It just it, it it just boggles my mind. But yeah, again, thoughts, prayers, condolences to everybody that was affected. Um, um, in this in in, in that man's uh in that man's uh passing. Um, and just you know, uh, like I've always been saying for the longest, just you know, keep your head on the swivel. Uh, you know, the streets is going street. And um, yeah, man. So like, you know, I hate to just end it on a bummer, but like, you know, again, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This goes without saying thank you. Thank you. But I'm gonna say it anyway, thank you for everybody that watches us and checks us out on YouTube again. Um, uh, like it was literally, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not capping. It was literally overwhelming the the, the numbers that we that we saw this week, and, and it was blowing away. But please keep it up. Please keep it up. We, you know, we're trying to build something here that's long lasting, and, and we need your guys' help. Uh, so please, please, please. A lot of you guys who watch aren't subscribed, so please subscribe. Like it's again, it costs you nothing. It costs you not one dollar just to subscribe. And we're not even that annoying. We drop like one podcast a week. You know, you you get the occasional off the rails. Shout out to Rail for doing the off the rails uh, this week. You know, uh, <laughs> giving his Cowboys optimism, um, but also blaming Jerry Jones. Um, and um, yeah, we're not even annoying like that. To like, you know, I, I know. I, I'm gonna speak for myself as a consumer. There, I know there's some stuff that I won't subscribe to because I know they post every day in my in, in my feed. We're not like that, so like I, I don't know why you wouldn't subscribe. Um, but yeah, for for space, Pharrell, Jesse, who had to leave a little earlier, I'm classic, and uh, we're those millennials, and we're out.